You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Hi, this is Paul Lazarus. In the 1980s, I produced and hosted a radio series called Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater. Now the Broadway Podcast Network is bringing back these shows. Today, the work of legendary composer and lyricist Charles Strauss, who wrote the music for such shows as Annie, Applause, Golden Boy, and Broadway classic Bye Bye Birdie. This program was originally broadcast in 1986. This is Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater, past, present, and future. I'm your host, Paul Lazarus. Today, a visit with Charles Strauss, composer of Annie, Applause, Golden Boy, and Bye Bye Birdie. Gray skies are gonna clear up, but on a happy face. Boy, the way Glenn Miller plays. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys <laughs> like me, we had it made. Charles Strauss was educated as a composer at the Eastman School of Music and studied with Nadia Boulanger, but he was always drawn to popular music. One of the things that always stayed with me about musicals was that they're very sexy. They're very glamorous, they're very bright and and, uh, dazzling and fast-paced, and uh, I was always glamorized by them. Although, as you know, I've tried to do serious musicals, uh, a part of me is is, uh, in love with the the jazz part of musicals. There are chicks just right for some kissing And I mean to kiss me a few Man, those chicks don't know what they're missing I got a lot of living Steaks all ready for tasting, and there's Cadillacs all shiny and new. Gotta move, cause time is a wasting. There's such a lot of living to do. Broadway lights and wide open spaces. 
Bye Bye Birdie, Strauss's first hit show, was written with lyricist Lee Adams and starred Dick Van Dyke. Dick and I uh, used to go out, and I said, Lee Adams and I are writing this show, and I think there's a terrific part in it for you. He said, I'd like to see it someday, you know, when we all grow up. It was that kind of thing. And then when we finally got the show on, uh, nobody would give, including myself, i got to admit in all honesty, nobody would give Dick the part. Because um, uh, he just wasn't a big name. He wasn't a big name. We felt, I mean, Charles Strauss and Lee Adams and even Gower, Gower Champion. I mean, he you know, directed a couple of nightclub reviews. Still, Dick Van Dyke persevered and won the role. Gray skies are gonna clear up, put on a happy face. Brush off the clouds and cheer up, put on a happy face. Take off the gloomy mask of tragedy, it's not your style. You look so good that you'll be glad you decided to smile. Pick out a pleasant outlook, stick out that noble chin. Wipe off that full of doubt look, slap on a happy grin. And spread sunshine all over the place, just put on a happy face. What was the reaction out of town to Bye Bye Birdie? It was a smash right away. And it being your first show, it was a numbing kind of thing. It's as though... Somebody just called you today, the phone that rang before, somebody said, you've just won $5 million. You'd say, well, thank you very much. And you'd put down the phone and you'd say, what is $5 million? I'm not going to leave this apartment. I'm not going to change my life or anything. No, it was abstract. Uh, Lee, for instance, after the show opened uh, on Broadway and we were making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, uh, Lee still insisted on keeping his old job. Charles Strauss's next show with Lee Adams was All-American, starring Ray Bolger. Its book was written by the then uncelebrated Mel Brooks. It's about a foreigner who comes to America uh, who falls in love with America for all the wrong reasons, uh, the, the, the very reasons that Americans themselves disparage. He loves all the vulgarity and all the, the, the college football teams. And as a matter of fact, he is a professor of engineering from a Slavic country uh-huh. and becomes the football coach. And it's a, it, it, I thought it was a very amusing book and really had something yeah. to say. What a country, what a country, what a crazy place to be. 180 million people and not two of them agree. What a country, what a country, every day a new frontier. What a rootin' tootin', six-gun shootin' country. ride in a bus and you travel all day and still you're only two states away. It's terrific. What a country. 
and you pass more towns than you can name and every main street looks the same full of traffic. <laughs> it's amazing. And there's so many rivers and farms and herds and who can pronounce all those Indian words? Shenandoah, Chattahoochee, Susquehanna, Tuscarora, Allegheny, Wallagoochee. What a country! Once upon a time, the best remembered song from All American was an unexpected hit for Strauss. He and Lee Adams wrote it to replace a long book scene. There was a romantic... Uh, glow to the scene, but it was basically about I come from here and this is what I did in my life. And we wrote the song to kind of help with eight pages of dialogue. Mm. Uh, the only person who thought it was going to be a hit song, oddly enough, was Tony Bennett, who recorded it. Once upon a time, a girl with moonlight in her eyes put her hand in mine. And said she loved me so But that was once upon a time Very long ago Once upon a hill We sat beneath a willow tree Counting all the stars And waiting for the dawn but that was once upon a time Now the tree is gone How the breeze ruffled through her hair How we always laughed as though tomorrow wasn't there We were young and didn't have a care Where did it go? Once upon a time, the world was sweeter than we knew. Everything was ours, how happy we were then. But somehow, once upon a time, never comes again. Golden Boy, Strauss and Adams' musical adaptation of Clifford Odette's play, was produced in 1964. Charles Strauss described his forward-looking musical at a Lyrics and Lyricists series concert. Before the current black theater craze, Lee and I wrote Golden Boy. We had the nerve to think we could write a serious musical about people who loved one another, fought, did real-life things, and just happened to be black. A little ahead of its time, maybe. It was not about blackness, it was about people. We worked on it for three years with Clifford Odets, who died the first week of our rehearsal. And then we were joined by Arthur Penn, Tony Walton, and of course, Sammy Davis. We were five months on the road before coming to Broadway. Directors, writers, songs, scenes, all came and went. Lee and I estimate that we wrote well over 50 songs for the 16 that finally ended in New York. Anyway, Golden Boy turned out to be a hit. Lana, Lana and Joe Somehow it sounds so right Somehow you feel what I feel too I wanna be with you I wanna be with you I wanna be with you After Lying there, loving you, hating you, 
tonight I'm touching you, tasting you, world you're gonna see We'll make out somehow Here's my girl and me They can't hurt us now We're gonna have it all I'll love you every day What a life can be so great for us Here's our chance, it's not too late for us grab it fast or life won't wait for us I wanna be with you I wanna be with you It's a bird, it's a plane it's Superman, followed two years later with Linda Lavin. At the Daily Planet, uh, she was the uh, associate to the bad columnist uh, who was played by Jack Cassidy. Oh. And she had a real crush on uh, Cassidy, who uh, spurned her and used her at every opportunity that he could to do her legwork. And she sings You've Got Possibilities when one night Cassidy uh, stands her up for a date and all, and she has nowhere to go and nothing to do and she's mad and she spies Clark Kent. It was quite, quite funny. Linda was wonderful in it. Haircut, simply terrible. Necktie, the worst. Bearing, just unbearable. What to tackle first? Still you've got possibilities though you're horribly square. I see possibilities underneath there's something there color pure peoria fat hat oh no i'm not queen victoria this suit has to go still you've got possibilities let us give it a try i see possibilities maybe more This is Anything Goes with Paul Lazarus. Composer Charles Strauss began the 1970s with a huge success at the Palace Theatre, Applause, starring Lauren Bacall. At the 92nd Street Y, he described his good fortune. It all seemed to come together here. A great star, Lauren Bacall, an intensely dramatic moment Betty Comden and Adolph Green had fashioned from Joe Mankiewicz's masterpiece, All About Eve in which the star has just been sabotaged, knifed in the back, her part given to someone else, 
her lover alienated. And of course, Lee's exquisite lyric, that perfect love-hate for the theater that only he could have captured. Welcome to the theater, to the magic, to the fun, where painted trees and flowers grow and laughter rings fortissimo and treachery sweetly done. Now you've entered the asylum, this profession unique. Actors are children playing hide and ego seek. Welcome, Miss Eve Harrington, to this business we call show. You're on your way to wealth and fame. Unsheathe your claws, enjoy the game. You'll be a bitch, but they'll know your name. From New York to Kokomo. Welcome to the theater. My dear, you'll love it so. Welcome to the dirty concrete hallways. Welcome to the friendly roaches, too. Welcome to the pinchers from the stagehands. It's the only quiet thing they do. Welcome to the Philadelphia critics. Welcome, Librium and Nebutal. Welcome to a life of laryngitis. Welcome to dark toilets in the hall. Welcome to the flop you thought would run for years. Welcome to the world of fears and cheers and tears. Welcome to the theater with some luck. You'll be a pro. You'll work and slave and scratch and bite. You'll learn to kill with sheer delight. You'll only come alive at night when you're in a show. Welcome to the theater, you fool. You love it so. Strauss's good fortune was increased in 1977 when Annie opened on Broadway. The book was written by Thomas Meehan and the lyrics by Martin Charnin, who conceived and directed the show. One day he called me and said, I've got the greatest idea. And I said, well, tell me. He said, no, I, he said, I cannot tell you. You've got to come over to my office. I said, it can't be that great. He said, it's the greatest idea. And I went over there and he told me and I went, Ugh. Uh, I really thought it was just about the silliest thing. And you know, Tom and I have often said to one another, it was because of our reaction uh, that the thing became such a hit. Because we were able to inject into it that disbelief, that uh, cynicism about the very thing we were doing. The, mm. In other words, an adult tone.
Strauss had doubts about Annie's most popular song, Tomorrow. What's uh, ironic about it is, is it's extremely rangy, and particularly for little girls. And one of my silent fears, but one that I could not uh, uh, eliminate, was that at the very beginning of the show, when little girls came in to audition for us, and we, we would say, okay, now learn that song, nobody could sing it. They didn't know where to go. They couldn't reach the top notes, and they couldn't reach the bottom notes. And I really thought to myself, I've goofed up. Then suddenly the show became a hit. We, you know, we got the couple of girls who could sing the high <laughs> Ds, yeah. and then there, suddenly every girl in the world was singing. It's, it's all psychological. Yeah. The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be sun. Just thinking about Tomorrow clears away the cobwebs and the sorrow Till there's none When I'm stuck with a day that's gray and lonely I just stick out my chin and grin and say oh. The sun will come out tomorrow So you gotta Strauss's score for Annie included an energetic tribute to New York City, NYC. Composer Charles Strauss wrote his own lyrics for his most recent show, the off-Broadway review Mayor, based on the memoirs of Mayor Edward Koch. Is that the story that Ed Koch himself asked you to adapt his uh, best-selling book Mayor into a musical? Yes, that's true. Uh, I knew Ed uh, because uh, he had used NYC as his theme song, and we became friendly. And he called me when the book was on the top of the best-seller list, literally out of nowhere. Uh, I couldn't have been more surprised and said that he was thinking about 
that it would make a musical. And he says, it's probably the dumbest idea. And I said, I think it is a dumb idea. But Well, he said, well, think about it. And I, I, I did think about it. And I, I went so far as to call a couple of people and say, what do you think about it? And they said, it's the worst idea I ever heard. What with Friarello? But I ran across this writer, uh, I think a wonderfully funny writer, Warren Light, through a book of his called The I Hate New York Guidebook. And he has such an antic view of New York that, and he saw something and we went to work on it. Someone laughs at what I say Then they bring the post, they love me the most What a way to start my day There's no other job I let myself be tied to Okay, once I try to be the gov But I'll write it in graffiti across the city Strauss also wrote the lyrics for Nightingale, his musical adaptation of Hans Christian Andersen's fairy tale. I found a pleasure for the first time in my life, a pure pleasure in simply doing it all my own way. It, it liberated me in a way that I, I never understood. Mm -hmm. But the freedom of being able to say, it's my note, I don't care what, I'm going to, instead of saying, go out the door, I'm going to be able to say, please go out the door, my darling, because I have a, th a, a melody that goes da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> and it just, it was like a river that wound its way across a path that was not pre-planned. Mm. And uh, I've loved it, and I, I'm, I'm more or less uh, determined that I'm going to do all my shows, all my own lyrics from now on. Sound mixing by David Rapkin, associate producer Jeff London. 
Anything Goes Backstage with Broadway's Best is produced and hosted by Paul Lazarus. For more information, visit anythinggoespl.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.